Caution. All systems ready. Hello and welcome back to episode 58 of Less Than 10, the Small Gang podcast. I am Tenarest, and today I have with me uh, Grunt Cato, also known as Kaiser Friedlich on YouTube, who is uh, a well-known maker of PvP videos and a solo PvPer, among other things. So, uh, Grunt, say hi, introduce yourself a little bit. Hello. Yeah, I mean, you most likely know me from my YouTube uh, channel, but I'm also been part of the Less Than 10 community for like almost uh, three years, I would say. Um, so yeah, like definitely a small gang PvPer and known for my solo PvP, I guess. Yeah, I think the thing that most people will will be familiar with is the the One Man Army video series, uh, yeah. <laughs> which I, I personally really enjoy. Yeah, I mean, that's something that started, I mean, it's going to talk about it, I guess, uh, later as well. But I only started doing it like uh, at the end of last year um, till, till now, so not even a full year, I think. And it's only like because of some reasons i mean i guess content generation was harder for nano small gang and i just before i did uh, small gang pvp i brawled uh, pretty pretty badly but i say brawl like in dracovax or vetmax and uh, i always had fun brawling and i guess then i learned a bunch of stuff from small gang pvp and uh, i just Tip my toe back into the brawling meta or like brawling theory crafting and i had great fun doing it and yeah a nice video series came out of it and uh yeah some good reception yeah. from the community i like it everyone likes it it's a, it's, it's, it's a win-win basically yeah it's great um have you been working on more videos what have you been up to lately so um i basically the almost the last five or six videos i think are all kind of old footage or like uh, footage that's been sitting on the drive for a bit um and i mean i guess currently uh, i'm not working a lot on videos so like i mean i don't have any unfinished projects uh, due to um, the peak of AT practice season. And yeah, uh, I basically yeah. don't have time to eat like for two or three hours a day and maybe get uh, a clip for a video. Um, yep. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. So, you know, because it's just the two of us, I'm going to structure this a little bit for the audience, like an interview and I have some questions and things, but just to, to, to build off what you're saying there, you're you're on an AT team. Mm -hmm. I totally understand what you're saying about AT practice eating up your eve time because it's doing that for me too. Um, what team are you on? What's what's that been like for you? I'm on the team called uh, Lock Range Enjoyers. <laughs> it's like a meme name that's uh, new this year, obviously, but it's an old team or like. Um, the team of uh, Damasus Kadesh, um, also known maybe in the team Localist Primary or AP Stone My Fit. Uh, we've made it to fourth place last year and uh, we actually won the Anger Games this year. Um, so, yeah, it's like three or four tournaments we already did in that group. Um, and yeah, I'm on the theory crafting team as well. So that's also kind of the reason why I don't have time for anything else. Yes. Yeah, you can spend hours, hours on that. It's it's a lot, right? I mean, we do like two or three practices a week and 
if you only attend practices, that's fine. You can still like have one or two days where you spend your evening and eve on tranquility. But if you like reworking fists or like figuring out execution on different comms, uh, it's it's a lot of work uh, basically for the zero crafting team. Yeah, definitely. Um, those team names and obviously Damasis are people and names. I've heard before, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how you guys do this year. Yeah, we're excited. We had a, a pretty steep learning curve um, because of uh, uh, the script change. Like we had no prior experience uh, with that meta. Um, like we, a lot of people on the team just joined AT uh, gameplay with last year's AT or Anger games and. There was never a script and the rules, right? And um, now being uh, able to fit scripts into your guidance disruptors and the gems uh, or something like that is shaking yeah. up the meta a lot for us. And we've been starting at zero basically with no knowledge. And all of our comps from last year did not work. And we had to start from zero. And um, I mean, now we are at the point where we are somewhat comfortable with <laughs> some comps. Um, but it's definitely been a very steep learning curve for us. Um, yes, that's that has been my team's experience. Also, we um, are are a team that we were a team for the Anger Games, and we were part of the the network team for last year's Alliance tournament. Um, but for most of the team, this is their first or second. Uh, AT and so the script thing is also new for us and definitely a, a significant meta change. So we'll see how that shakes out. I think you know the the meta changing like that is kind of fun to me. Like I like the theory crafting side of it and I like seeing how it how it affects things. Um, but I do think it definitely rewards teams with like a long history of theory crafting and all that. Um, Though, you know, at the end of the day, like, execution can really make up a lot of that. Yeah, I mean, especially in, like, armor control against armor control, it's most likely uh, a good team can win, like, maybe unfavorable matchups or, like, uh, it's only based on execution, right? Like, the... Yeah. It's basically, uh, like, the one... One Maulis carries guy beating a script or not, or a skeeting a module and therefore breaking lock range of another ship, and then like all this um, snowball effect or like butterfly effect. I don't know. I pro probably snowball is a bit yeah, a word, but yeah. But one ship loses its lock and has to relock, and so those four seconds or whatever, and then the next four seconds that you get from someone else, and it eventually can make a big difference. Yeah, I mean, it's not even like relocking, right? It's it's you you're not you can't relock, right? You you tend right. to like, you have to move into a worse position, or and it's 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 so difficult to uh, improve on execution um, in like high skill ceiling comps, right? So that's definitely something that yeah. we had to go through <laughs> a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's super fun. I think um, it's going to be a great tournament. And uh, I don't think there's going to be stale meta um, or anything. There's going to be a lot of interesting. No, matches. I think I think we're going to see some some things we expect to see, and then some big surprises as well. Yeah. So you started. You've been playing Eve. You said five years. Have you been playing longer than that, or just recording that long? Five years? No. no. Uh, I. When did I say it? Oh, uh, I th I thought you said five years earlier. I could be wrong. No, uh, so last year I just started doing the brawling uh, PvP, right? Um, but like in general, I started playing Eve um, summer 2018. Um, so like four and a half okay. years ago, maybe, yeah. or like four years ago. I did create my character in 2011, if you look at my kill boards. Um, and then uh, I think I, I don't know, played like for one or two months. And then uh, cancelled subscription again, or like didn't find back to the game. Um, and um, yeah, just started in started in 2018, I think in 
Pest Alliance or something and Esoteria. Yep. Uh, and then uh, for like almost uh, one and a half, yeah, I think one and a half years in initiative uh, and join some large scale PvP in uh, Fountain. Gotcha. Um, and then only, uh, I think, yeah, start of 2020, I got recruited by Tim Barron into like a nano group living out, out of his C2. A nice aesthetic, like the classic uh, approach. And ever since I enjoyed Nano, small yeah. game content, and on the side did some uh, solo eating. Like with the filaments coming out, it's it's a whole new yeah. approach to solo uh, PvP. I think like uh, going through low sec uh, choke points as a solo guy is definitely something else than just uh, eating uh, and coming yeah. out in all the different places and you not having to to deal with that you know 12v1 insta-locking camp or whatever yeah or like going into a pocket to get a pve guy and then having to lock out or die to the, the pipeline being camped. Yeah. yeah i think that's made a big difference um to solo recently and also the the ess's which you use a lot in your yeah. videos um just as kind of a you know, a control on what exactly is coming at you. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, it's also it's, it's form of content generation. So even if it would be no dead space grid with a second level where you have to take a gate and then there's a bubble in the inside, even if that would not be the case, I think it's still uh, one of the best content generation um, or like the only one really if if you really want to make uh, nasdaq people undock right um yeah threaten their money <laughs> yeah threaten their money right i mean you 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 log in and you read like for one hour in your ishta and then some guy connects to your ess money and you're like hmm, it's only a moa let's let's go there in my ishta right yeah and, and then you have a good fight um but it's it's definitely gotten harder to to uh, generate content for non ESS uh, content generation, right? Like if you're tackling a PVE guy or taking gates and looking at people on the undock of a Keepstar, they don't warp down anymore, right? Yeah. And I remember the time where they just warped down to you and and fought you, right? Yeah. And nowadays, it's it's not not really the case anymore. Do you think so. that? Um, you get like name recognition. Like, does that affect whether or not people choose oh. to engage you? Yeah, I mean, definitely, right? I mean, it's I think every second yeet I take, um, people are saying, "Oh, cool videos and stuff like that." I mean, I'm grateful for them watching the videos, right? But in that moment, it's it's if they make a comment like, mm, "Great videos," uh, where's your curse alt or <laughs> yep. and, Nice, nice practice. Not gonna break that. Uh, see ya. Um, it's definitely, obviously annoying. Yeah. But um, it's, it's. I mean, I don't really know how many uh, fights I. Uh, right. I missed out on. Yeah. Yeah. But it affects. I can't it. make a statistic, but I mean, sometimes maybe even people fight me because they know me, right? Like it's, it's Grand Cardo and Intel, and then people come in there. And and yeah. uh, ships and try to fight me maybe. I think that's definitely a thing that happens. Some people, some you know, some people are like, oh, I don't want to end up in the next YouTube video, and some people are like, oh, I definitely want to end up in the next YouTube video. Yeah. So I think it's I'm not too pessimistic about it. Um, I still get fights. Uh, so I think that's all that matters. Yeah, that's I the think, main thing. Um, if if I only would do nano solo stuff and post it on YouTube. I think that would be a bit different because then people would have no chance of getting me, right? Like if I would only post like 100MN Loki videos or Phantasm videos, it's like, if I don't have two humans, I'm not going to bother, yeah, right? right. Uh, there's no way catching you. Like if I'm in like a snack nightmare going 3K or whatever, um, it's definitely a bit more demotivating engaging someone like that. But um, yeah, I guess people watch your videos and they think, 
you know, if even if they lose to you, they're gonna have a they're gonna have a brawl, they're gonna have a fight, and not just feel like they're chasing and never catching. Yeah, they 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 see my armor HP go to zero and then to hundred percent, and like in the matter of three seconds, right? Like it's yeah going up and down, and that's definitely more fun, uh, I think, for most people than to. Look at an iPad 40k and you die. Right. Yeah, it doesn't feel like you did anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So what what prompted you to to start playing Eve? Like why why Eve and not some other game? Um so obviously like when you first get your computer or whatever, like get introduced to the gaming scene or different games. Um I think Eve is not on the menu at all for <laughs> Yeah. It's sad. Um, but I never really was good at FPS ga- FPS games, um, and I think that's basically deleting 50% of the games out there. Um, uh, I did play a bunch of uh, strategy games, like uh, Europe Universalis, uh, I enjoyed it a lot, um, and sci-fi games I played a lot, and then I got when I got introduced to EVE um, a bit later, when I was like um in my early 20s i guess um i liked the uh, maybe abstract approach of the game to like a, a sci-fi uh, sandbox game yeah i mean it's it's not like all like action scenes or whatever like uh, explosions yeah it's kind of large scale yeah you can see i think that help helps in that sense to some extent cuz you can kind of see the like ripple effects of like i do this now and then this thing happens later yeah it's like a maybe like all the informations are almost like in the text form or in a list i mean yeah. yeah there's a grid and there's a grid where you can see enemies going in or going out but it's you right. could read that from the overview as well but um yeah i mean i guess it's all like the uniqueness maybe as well and like the sandbox uniqueness i mean i did play one and a half years in a NASEC block just because I enjoyed the last large, large scale PvP and like the the uh, I don't know the vastness of uh, conflicts yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah, it's cool. It's cool to you know see 40 people or 100 people jumping capitals into something or you know big fleets yeah. moving around like I I have done that also and it is cool. The actual gameplay of it, I find less interesting, obviously, I guess, than small gang stuff, but it's still cool to see. And as someone who is also really, really bad at first-person shooters, I I appreciate that Eve is uh, not like that at all. Yeah. Um, Have you been paying attention? I mean, I'm sure with the AT theory crafting, you've been conscious of this, uh, this potential patch that we may all have to deal with. But in terms of your, you know, your solo uh, PvP and that kind of stuff, how are you feeling about the new Navy battle cruisers and the changes to the Munin and uh, even you know the so, Army Navy? Yeah, I mean, I definitely. First of all, I like basically any patch that's hitting the server because that means uh, adapting and new things and uh, like. Change is always good, I think, and especially in like a, in an old game where like you have a very matured player base, and forcing people to re-adapt or rethink their tactics uh, or strategies even uh, is good. Um, personally, like for the um, just new ships and for the changes on hacks, um, I didn't spend too much time on it. Uh, we spent like a moment in theory in the theory crafting team of at uh, of our at team to to look if if everything is okay like did, did right is this gonna like, mess up uh, totally destroy your comp <laughs> plans <laughs> like two weeks before the tournament do we have to worry but um for my solo experience um it's not gonna play a role until it really hits the server and pifa is updated where i can <laughs> play yeah, with fair it. enough but I like it, right? Like it's it's great. New ships. Um, I mean, I would love like I don't know, five new ships every once a year, maybe, and like, yeah, big 
uh, big patches like maybe twice a year. Yeah, I totally I I agree that the you know having having change uh, is good, even if it's you know it doesn't to some extent it doesn't really matter that much what the meta change that's happening is as long as it's changing because it gives like you said this this player base that's very you know very uh, problem solving oriented let's say uh, something new to puzzle with. I think that's healthy. I'm I personally am really excited about the potential changes to the Armageddon Navy issue because it is when I first started playing Eve, I decided for for some reason that I really liked it. I thought it looked cool, I thought it was you know, I thought lasers were cool, I thought it was it was neat that it had the utility and the drones and everything and this this new version of it that they're talking about looks um, extremely fun. So We'll see uh, what yeah. what exactly ends up on TQ, but as it is right now on CC, it's it's cool. I, I definitely uh, spent like five minutes looking at the new Navy BSs to think if I could use it for my solo battleship rolling. Um, but unfortunately, it's probably not going to be the case that I will use them. Um, yeah, it's it's more important to uh, like it's not important how much. Um, I don't know how much utility you have, um, or uh, like DPS is not even important as well. But like the most important thing is like the Marauder benchmark. <laughs> right? Like, can you tank this? Can can you tank a Marauder? If yes, okay, continue, and uh, then the killing blow is obviously obviously the curse, um, or in some cases a Gnosis backpack uh, with the cap charges. Right? Yeah. So, so neither the Domi or the Geddon um, really has any unique power against Marauder. Right. It's it's they are tanks the same as a Praxis uh, or like a Megatron or a Hype, and they 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 don't have new amount uh, on the Geddon. So on the Geddon, right. maybe. Yeah, and the range doesn't range, matter as much. It, it's it would be different, right? If it would be new amount. Um, uh, I think I. Talked to a guy that used uh, Redeemer in solo PvP, like um, mm -hmm. plopsing on uh, Marauders uh, and using a Redeemer, and he's killing Marauders with like the like three or four Newts because it's Newt amount. Like, Newts are obviously the most important thing to kill Marauders. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah, that's interesting to think about. So why? What um, prompted you to start doing solo PvP after doing, you know, block PvP and small gang PvP? Is it just easier to get fights that way? Easier to kind of be on your own time? Um, so it's definitely having um, having to do with like the change of Nasek behavior, I guess. Like I don't want to be like they never fight fair or like they never fight but it's it's definitely like the case I described earlier where you would sit on a gate with like an I don't know uh, maybe Autress and uh, a Retribution and like five people sit on the undock of the Keepstar and they don't warp down anymore right so that's an issue I think I found in, in like mid 20 mm -hmm. Uh, 2021, uh, um, so last year, <laughs> um, where I, I don't know, I we rolled holds for like two hours and we got no fight, right? We, yeah. we saw and we, we saw people in space, but they docked up or sat on the undock, right? So that was definitely a factor where it was what why it was frustrating to keep doing what I do, um, or like what I did, um, and then I, like I said, I dipped my toe into solo heating uh, and it was great, right? Because people um, if you don't have a strict discipline rolling holes and scouting the area, you most likely show too many tunes right. that are appearing on Intel or uh, you show your ships and you don't have any way to really uh, generate content or like force the enemy to fight and if you only show two tunes when you're solo heating and I guess 
I'm only using the ASS as a content generation um, when I heat. Um, if that would not be in the game, I probably would not make videos, right? Uh, because um, I wouldn't get any fights. Right. Um, but um, it's definitely like something where you can engineer yourself towards a good fight, right? You, you know, okay, the enemy sees me pinging the ESS. I could either be inside or outside. Depending on that, that I can change my tactics. I could have like a glass cannon in the ESS and kill enemies fast that come in. Uh, I could have like a ramjack on the outside um, to, to hold people uh, from coming in after the first enemy is in. Um, and there's like a whole new uh, gameplay depth of uh, uh, finding content or getting good fights. Right? Yeah. So that's, I guess, why I love to do it and uh, keep keep doing it next to small gang PvP. Yeah. All right. What's you know you're, you've said a little bit that you you enjoy how much more more fights you get and all that. Like, what's the hardest thing about it for you? Yeah, I mean. The hardest fight, obviously, the hardest part about it is obviously um, the having, not having the ability to just leave a fight when you want, right? In Nano, you're dead when you're scrammed, um, and if you point it, you can hit your prop and then not be pointed anymore and leave. Um, in brawling, it's a different story, right? It's it's as soon as you engage or like you commit to the brawl as soon as the first enemy lands on grid and you decide, okay, I want to take this fight now, you're locked in place and you, you have to win the brawl or you die. Um, there are some ex uh, like some uh, uh, exceptions where people don't, like where enemy die with a scram and then there's no one left that points you, but Still, uh, yeah, you can get free enemies, but and I guess you can get free sometimes, even in brawling. But I guess that's the hardest uh, thing, right? Your your spider senses, if they're not working correctly, yeah, you don't have a good time uh, doing solo brawling because you you die fifty percent of the time, maybe or like every time, and that's not fun, right? Like if you die, like five times a week when you eat five times a week um it's it's uh it's frustrating and you 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 yeah, stop doing you don't, it you don't get an enjoyable fight out of it yeah that makes sense so you know there's there's the endless debate about whether or not dual boxing is actually soloing um which i don't i don't <laughs> yeah. actually care about <laughs> at all um but what is like what have you? What did you start dual boxing and like? Was it easy? Is it hard? Like, was there a learning curve there? I assume. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Um, it was. I always had two tunes, even starting uh, small gang PvP. Like my uh, my tackle alt was meant to be a rockel alt <laughs> when I first trained it. I mean, I was an initiative right and. People told me, oh, Rockwell mining is great. You should yeah. get a Rockwell. A lot of ESC. So, yeah, I got my second account then. But um, I guess now it's um, it was like a tackle alt, and uh, now it's my utility alt for solo brawling as well. Um, and I never used like dual boxing and like excessively. I only used it for a scepter or command, as like Bifrost backpack. Um, and I had to learn like boxing in a proper way, right? Where you actually uh, pilot two ships. I mean, scepters and backpacks are not really APM intensive, so I wouldn't really count it as toolboxing. Um, I mean, technically it is, but you're not doing active inputs on that tune. Um, so it's definitely something I had to learn, and I like I worked my way. Uh, Towards it, right? Like I, I used like a Gnosis uh, utility alt first that pings CSS on the inside and only provides links and cap charges. Mm -hmm. So it's only warping in, linking, uh, or like yeah, linking your BS and then warping off again. And then I started using like something like an hundred MN exec, um, or then eventually the curse. 
Um, so it's definitely something I um, learned over 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 the time. Yeah, like over over time. Yeah, it's interesting that you describe it as like just utility. I think that's the the way a lot of people get into toolboxing is like they just want to add some links or I actually really kind of like your your curse fits that you use because they're so like turn it on and then it just runs you don't have to manage cap actively all the time or anything like that yeah it would be horrible if i'm using like an active like an xlasb uh, curse with a cap booster or an armor curse with like four gdtds yes that would be horrible and i would would die within 10 seconds every time so you need something that's tanky fast and passive right <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so it's um Gnosis is insanely good because it like warps in less than three seconds, so it doesn't even get tackled. Right. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about it. And um, I guess the exec uh tanks a lot. And I mean the curse is just uh my go to tool nowadays. Um it's it's yeah. Stopping the Marauder wrapping is Yeah, much. and it's it's also not dying instantly, right? Like if you warp it at thirty and you can actually sick tank a lot with your hunter man curse. I mean, obviously sometimes it gets pressured off, um, but it's just something to throw off the enemy. If it gets aggro from the enemy, it's it's uh, uh, releasing or like it's putting off uh, pressure from your main. Um, yeah. It's it's something that you can improve like in every fight you're piloting on on your alt, and it's definitely some. Uh, something to uh, uh, learn over time and not just start from from zero and uh, instantly perfect doing it. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm I'm okay at dual boxing, but I don't do it enough to be really very excellent at it. But I I don't know. I think I I mostly do. I rarely do solo stuff. I mostly do group stuff because for me the social part of it is. A big part of the um, the experience, I guess. I like my corpmates. I like chatting with them. Um, but it, if when I do do a, an alt, it's usually something like that, like a link strip, or or I'll do one in an interceptor and the other one in another ship and get initial tackle with the interceptor. But then once there's there's follow on tackle from my other character or my gang or whatever, the interceptor, I just kind of like you can just burn off in a direction forever yeah. and I don't have to think about it. No, I mean Ramjacks are used even in smogging groups, right? To put it on the Marauder. Mm -hmm. And then it's also pretty APM intensive, right? Because you have like three modules on a Ramjack. <laughs> yep. Um, um and like if you can't auto orbit with your main uh like either your Jaguar dies or your main dies, right? So it's it's definitely yeah. like that simulates basically the situation when I bought my curse into a fight with five active enemies and they go for the curse and I have to maybe not pick an auto orbit. Um, yeah. And it's definitely something uh, uh, to worry about. Yeah. Yeah, we, we feed ramjags to tackle things on a very regular basis. Yeah. So, <laughs> no doubt. Does the video making ever affect what you choose to do in PvP, or do you just record your PvP and then later think about whether or not it's worth, like, you know, it's a video or not? Or Yeah, I just record my gameplay and um, um, see if I can make a video out of it later. Um, it's, if I have an idea of a new ship and... Uh, I I have a great time on Pyfer. So basically, Pyfer is my second favorite game, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so um, it's it's working in Pyfer. I, I buy the ship, and I get tiny fight, and then next fight I die. And uh, if I rebuy the ship and die again, and then then I I stop using the ship, right? And I can't make a video out of it. So. A good example for that is um, a uh, Leshak um, I, I used once. Um, so my idea was, what's a battleship that uh, is, is best at uh, 
supporting the curse, I guess, and uh, killing Marauders. And obviously, Leshak having insane DPS um, and the utility highs for newting power. Um, yeah. I got myself a nice Leshak. It's definitely a bit pricier than a Praxis because you still need to get the 3k tank on the Leshak. And it's actually quite hard to do on the Leshak because um, it doesn't have any resistance or rep bonus. Um, so you need like at least like uh, low level dead space reps mm -hmm. to make it work. Uh, because I mean, you, you want at least one Atropic. Um, but the idea of the fit was um, basically uh, three heavy newts and one medium. So it could uh, on its own almost newt out a heavy capusa, right? right? I mean, yeah. and that that idea worked great in Pyfer, but in reality, it's it's still a whole different ship for content generation. Like if people see a Lashak, they don't even bring a single Marauder, they, they bring more. Oh, <laughs> right, so, right, because the Lashak <laughs> is scarier than a Praxis, for sure. Way more scary, yeah. I mean, it's, I was saying, okay, just, I want one fight with a single Marauder and so I can prove it works and I can make it into a video and look at here, that, that's the best way to kill the Marauder. <laughs> but, <laughs> it didn't work. I, I, I died and I think I killed like, I don't know, killed like a cruiser before and uh, it's, Sitting on my drive, like two clips I have on Leshark, and um, I mean, maybe I buy an, another Leshark someday, but uh, it's definitely sometimes projects uh, or like new ships just fail, and uh, yeah. it's never going to be a video yeah. for it. Well, that's kind of part of the fun, right? Is testing it out, seeing whether or not it works. Yeah. Cool. Um, just from a, out of my own curiosity, what do you use to record? Do you use OBS or? Shadow play or yeah, yeah. So I use OBS um, without streaming buffer. <laughs> I mean, I I think I tried doing this buffer thing uh, where you just pre-record basically like the last thirty minutes, mm -hmm. and then you can hit start recording. But it somehow never worked for me, and so I just use OBS. Um, as long as I remember, I never use a different tool. No. I always like the idea of shadow play where you actually get a fight and can spend 10 minutes in the fight and then hit replay or like hit record and you have this um, record buffer. Right. right. Um, so that's definitely something I could improve on <laughs> yeah. I guess, in, the, uh, in the future because sometimes my, my clips start <laughs> in the middle of the fight. I killed already one ship or whatever just because I forgot to hit record, right? Well, I've I've tried to use shadow play, and what I do is I then hit, forget to hit record after the fight, uh, <laughs> you know, or or until it's later, and then I also end up with only part of the fight. So I mean, yeah, it's difficult. Like if if you if you're not set up yet, or like the fight starts abruptly. You just forget it, right? Yeah. You need to survive. Right, you're playing the game, <laughs> so, not, not worried yeah. about the OBS window. Yeah. yeah, it happens, but yeah, it's it's fine. Yeah. Do you use tools like Dotland and stuff like that? I see. I've seen in your videos you use Evo Preview for switching back and forth, mm -hmm. which is um is probably the best thing for that, I think. But do you, you know? In terms of like looking for content, do you use out of game stuff like Dotland? Do you look at who's writing where? Do you just look for ESS value? Yeah, so um part of the reason why solo eating is or like brawling is uh much more difficult than nano, in my opinion, is uh that you can't engage everything head on because you have the ability to, to just leave it if it gets too much, right? Like if local spikes 10 and you see stuff on these scan, you just leave. And, right. Um, even if stuff lands on grid, you leave. Um, so in brawling, um, the first thing I do is obviously check the agency for ESS. Um, well, actually, no, the first thing I check is in what region am I in? And um, yep. if I'm in Horde um, or Goon or Eternity Space, I go for AFK. Yeah. Like I, I save up 
I, I, I watch YouTube videos and check that I'm not getting propped on, right? I, I will never be able to get a good fight in hard goon or fraternity space. That's just how it is, right? Because these guys have standing fleets. The, the local guys in systems don't respond to you and they don't fight you. It's they're putting it, putting your name in Intel and then the standing fleet comes. And as a solo guy, you, you can't win against the standing fleet. That's just, just how it is. Um, so, and then the second thing is I checked the agency um, for ESS. Um, I just set Desi there, I go there, and then, then I start checking .lan and killboard of the system um, and try to see what group there is, uh, what chips they use, um, what, what active characters they have usually, um, so if they could get more, if they ping for it. Um, yeah. So there's like a few steps that I take before even landing on the SS and start to connect to it, uh, which you don't really have in Nano, uh, to just go where active people are and you go there and see what happens. Yeah. Um, and during the time I connect to the ESS, I um, check the guys in local and their killboards, um, and I select local with like control a and then if a new guy jumps in i check that guy's skateboard <laughs> yeah and and even mid fight right like i am shooting like a high tank brutix in my praxis um local gets plus two and i instantly need to check if that's a marauder pilot or not right mm -hmm. um so there's a lot of killboard yeah and, a lot of information uh, yeah so these tools I use, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, we, my group, we do go into, you know, goon and frat and horde space, but we definitely change our behavior a little bit depending on where we are. Um, because even even in a nano gang, it can get a little spicy, some of those standing fleets that come after you. Generally speaking, if you see, if you see Mogu Heavy Industries and you're in frat space, it's time to leave. <laughs> time to have left already, really. I definitely have people and co-ops on dark red. Like I, I do nano solo as well, mm -hmm. where I actually go into hot space and go into the SS because even if two Hugans and two Locus land, I can pull off. Sure. Um, but but I still have that in the um information of people that actually use uh, like no 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 launcher tackle Lokis or right. Like, Abyssal yeah, Hugans. This, this, um, this Hugan pilot keeps webbing me at 80 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there's um, definitely some change of behavior as well for me when I do nano content. So, I mean, actually, I forgot to tell, but like in the last, I think, two weeks, I joined like the terror group of top damage and some other small gang groups there. Um, they staged out of terror and I been enjoying small game content again next to uh, AT practice because it's like solo eating takes too much effort for me uh, to do next to uh, AT but uh, sitting in a station and uh, waiting for someone to tackle something so you can blob it uh, that's, that's that I can do yep. right? low low effort but still fun yeah and I also have some old friends there in Terra now um, like the first first group I joined, Strix Widens. Uh, I have like two mm -hmm. old friends there in Terra now. It's, it's good to catch up and PvP with yeah, them. that's great. So the other thing I wanted to ask you really um, before I run out of my, my thoughts here is almost all your videos are battleships. And then, you know, like you have a series about VEDMAC and you've done some with MOA and everything like that. But... Do you, do you find those are like the best ships? I guess battleships will of course be the best ships for ESS brawling, but do you not find battle cruisers work at all? So um, I did some Team One battle cruiser stuff. I think I did like a dual rep armor brutix active tank inside mm -hmm. the ESS once, uh, but it it's some like it's uh, one of the projects that ended up in a compilation video and not a full video on its own because I died <laughs> right. too much. Um, but 
I funny funny thing I can't fly command ships. <laughs> I don't uh, don't have the skills. Oh, okay. <laughs> so um, I mean, my AT team told me I need to buy fifty billion injectors to to inject some crucial skills I need. Uh, and so I I will have command ships five and um, after AT. So maybe I'm gonna fly a Slepnir or I don't know Nighthawk someday. Mm-hmm. Um, but the accusers are just great for the easy content generation where you just, it's, it's low, low isk most of the time, um, or like, yeah, relatively not, low, not great. Yeah. Relatively low. And, um, the enemy also then doesn't bring marauders all the time. Right. Right. Uh, if, if you don't, if you want to fight like some, some normal ships, um, some rivet light praxis, uh, uh, rivet heavy. Sorry, uh, you say that, but we fought a rapid light bar guest the other day. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess, yeah, <laughs> these things happen. Um, but it's like a change of pace, right? Like, uh, if, if I feel like, like, if I spend one week of brawling in a battleship, I want to apply something else sometime, and it's definitely battle cruisers don't scale with uh, speed. Uh, that well, mm-hmm. right? So if I if I'm in a wet mark or um, I guess um, I don't know some some other kiting cruiser um, like Phantasm or Legion, uh, they scale with speed um, and and sick tank stuff. And battle cruiser don't really have that ability, right? Because they have a high right. basic. And then for battleships, I mean, I'm not going into faction battleships or even Marauder gameplay because it's really like taking it up a notch for uh, reaction again for the enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, if they see a nightmare, um, they, they're not they're not going to come, right? Right. I mean, or they're no going to come with oh, the Hugans and the, yeah. the whole thing. And uh, yeah, and you question your um, engagement profile and you think, okay, maybe I can engage in this uh, um, pandemic court space system, right? And then uh, oh, actually people come now and oh, no, I'm dead. Uh, so it's like T1 battleships work. Um, cruisers are fun as well. Can't fly command ships. <laughs> so yeah, that's basically my... Gotcha. Do you use, um, do you use pods, you use implants? Yeah, definitely. Like grids all the time basically okay i guess you kind of have to 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 reach that like marauder tanking cap yeah so for cruiser stuff i usually don't have bots um uh, i guess in my vetmark i do have a snack bots um but i have some i know in the moa or broadsword video i uh, i don't really have um big pots some just small level three pots yeah. or like a like a 500 mil crystal pot on the broadsword, I think. Um, but for the battleships, you need to tank like 2,500 cold, probably, and 3k heated. And I don't want to spend um, like more, like or like 300, 400 million per rep right. um, to, to get to get to that level. And uh, since like I only started doing battleship brawling after the escape um, bay. So I don't think I ever lost an escalab pod um, doing brawling stuff because uh, the frigate protects it so well. Yeah. So it's it's not an issue for me and it's not like a it's it's nothing like morally for me it's it's not something to do to, to consider oh should I use a pod or should I be true solo no implants, no drugs. No, I think no, if, you're, no if you're trying to fight marauders and T1 battleships, you should, you're going to have to use all the things. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a great thing about the Praxis, really, is like you can actually have a working fit that costs like 600 mil in total um, with like obviously a 3 bill Esclad bots, but in total you spend, put 600 million on the table and you can have a great fight. Right? Yeah. So I think that that's what I like about like I use team one rigs, right, on my battleships because it's 
T2 are too expensive. Uh, and uh, and I know at some point I will lose that ship, but the pot I won't lose. Yeah. Yeah, and the pod's relatively easy to save with the escape bay. Yeah. Well, awesome. Um, I think we're going to wrap up here. It has been really interesting talking to you. Uh, do you have a shout out to anyone or anything that's you know you wanna you wanna mention? Um, well, I just I guess I shout out to all my um, small gang friends I made over the last two three years, or like especially in the first group I joined, Strix Vines, like Tin Baron, Hector, Hidden, Michael, uh, maybe Barry, um, like. I learned PvP with these guys, um, and uh, like learned small gang PvP. Right? Mm -hmm. you, you don't really, you don't really learn PvP and in initiative, hitting F1. But <laughs> it's definitely like um, a great, great experience for me and the small gang community. So shout out to all the all the people that I've done PvP with in the past. Awesome. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things about it is that you end up getting to know, you know, when you're in a fleet with five people all the time you end up getting to know them more than you ever could in a fleet of 200 um, and i really enjoy that i'm going to shout out uh the alliance tournament team ccp zealous the rest of the community team i know aurora is still involved here and there i'm hoping to get one of them on here soon and as, as usual, they are doing a ton of work to set up this tournament for us all to give them giant piles of plex for and then play in. So if they didn't, we'd, we would be the worst for it. Yeah, they they did some great work also. Do some great work, right? It's a lot of work mm -hmm. to do. It's a lot of work. They got Thunderdome, the practice server, in a place where it's um, you know really usable. It's really nice. So... Good props to them. And I think, unless you have anything else to add, that's going to be it. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Until next time, remember, it's not the size of your gang. It's how you use it. <laughs>